0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of our podcast. I can no longer call it the Wrestling and More podcast because, for those of eagle-eyed among you, you will see that we have had a a brand overhaul, let's call it. Unfortunately, we've noticed that there is another podcast on uh, the Apple Store called Wrestling and More. So we've decided to change, change the look of the website, um, change the name, just basically... whole new rebrand and we are therefore now Podmania. So welcome to the first official episode of the Podmania podcast and I am joined by Garth on this momentous occasion. How are you my friend? Brilliant,
1: yes. And what a way to kick it off, Vaseline.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) I will say right now that genuinely this show, it pays I think to go into WWE events with your expectations at rock bottom. Because then... (laughs) it can't possibly be as bad as you think it's going to be. Because, honestly, Garth, I enjoyed this show. I did. It was good. It was alright. Absolutely. And fair play to SmackDown. We have given them a wheelbarrow of shit. You know, (laughs) We have given them a lot over the last couple of podcasts because they're directionless and the show isn't producing enough quality content to keep us entertained. But Fastlane and... The ensuing SmackDown have been really, really good, and this storyline yeah. with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Shane McMahon, which we'll get into later when we get into the main event, has finally started to pick up some steam, mm-hmm. which is excellent. And it's only taken them since Hell in a Cell, um, which was in October, but there we are. We've uh, we've certainly got some uh, matches for Wrestlemania now. The card's looking a lot more fleshed out which we'll discuss at the culmination of this pay-per-view but shall we get straight into it Garth? Let's
1: do it, yes let's do it, come on.
0: Right, (laughs) very very brief word on the pre-show because uh, up until about 10 minutes before the show I wasn't even aware there was a Um, (laughs) pre-show. It was Bree Zango and Ty Dillinger against Mojo Rawley, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. No one cared and Ty Dillinger pinned Mojo. So it's good to see (laughs) That Mojo has put all that momentum he gained from winning the Andre the Giant battle royale at Wrestlemania 33 to good use.
1: I forgot he even won that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is a shit stain on Wrestlemania 33. Let's yeah. let's put it that way. Um absolutely no momentum has been capitalized with it in fact it was probably used simply to get Rob Gronkowski on the show mm-hmm. which <laughs> in itself is extremely sad. That was
1: oh, I remember that now yeah it was terrible. Yeah,
0: It yeah. certainly was. When you when you remember that the final two in the Andre the Giant Battle Royale were uh, Mojo and Jinder, it wasn't riveting viewing. <laughs> but nevertheless, we started the show with a really, really good match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev with Aiden English. I had my reservations about this match, and yeah. I made those quite clear during our predictions episode, um, when they decided to put the Royal Rumble winner against the most over man in the company, <laughs> um, but Rusev looked extremely strong during this match. He did. He came out looking like
1: really, really good shape as
0: well. He did. He did. Just really, and... really
1: sort of trimmed down and sort of yeah, he looked really good.
0: Yeah, I mean they went the heel route with him, which you know obviously you're going to with Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. um, but it worked there was no weakness seen in Rusev and when Shinsuke got the win nobody A was surprised and B nobody was booing which was yeah. my immediate concern was that and people I think were going to boo when Rusev lost
1: yeah and there were some sort of Rusev Nakamura chance but it wasn't so much as so where anytime Nakamura got anything over they didn't boo him which was no. good
0: I mean, yeah. to be perfectly honest, it's impossible to boo Nakamura. He's just yeah. such a ridiculously likable character.
1: I think um Rusev came out of this one probably looking the strongest. I mean Nakamura got the win, but I think it made Rusev really made Nakamura work for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I think Rusev yeah. delivered the majority of the offence in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um you know, he was certainly Almost harkening back to when he was the Bulgarian brute, you know, Mm -hmm. during that US US title reign, those matches with John Cena, that match with Roman Reigns at Hell in a Cell 2016. You know, we were getting that kind of Rusev again, that one where he is ridiculously strong. Yeah, I mean, ridiculously agile as well.
1: He bossed, I would say, more than half of the match, and Nakamura was bumping crazy bumps, like all the way through it, really.
0: Oh, Shinsuke was selling massive for Rusev. It was really, really good. And you know, yeah. fair play to Shinsuke. I mean, the big spot for me was that Machka kick.
1: Oh, bloody hell, yeah. As
0: Nakamura came out of the corner Maybe to deliver that him. Kinshasa to Rusev. Rusev caught him right on the chin with a matchka kick. Shinsuke took the most <laughs> elaborate dive. It was
1: brilliant. It was like um it was like a when um Bradshaw used to give that clothesline.
0: Oh, that was do you know what? I hate Bradshaw. Hate JBL. <laughs> Love that clothesline. Yeah. Um But yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura did come out of it with the win. Uh, Slipped out of Rusev's legs as he went for an accolade. Delivered a rather savage Kinshasa to the back of Rusev's head. Another Kinshasa to the front. And Shinsuke comes away with a victory. The crowd, thank God, were on board with that. Celebrated that. And he did his weird, creepy point to the WrestleMania side. (laughs) But... Onwards and upwards, and at this point, I was like, God, please let AJ Styles win the main event. Yeah. Please, because this was a really good match. And just imagine what Nakamura is going to do with AJ. I
1: know. And just imagine the sort of. Because, I mean, Nakamura isn't. He's not really a wrestler, he's a brawler. Yeah. Against a pure wrestler in AJ. Technician. It's so it's going to be really good, yeah.
0: It is. It's going to be such a contrast of styles. And I know a lot of the more committed WWE fans will be wanting that as the main event. It's not going mm-hmm. to be the main event. No. Definitely Roman not. Reigns versus Brock Lesnar will be the main event. It's unfortunate, but it's, you know, it's what we've got to do. It's what we've got to do. So I'm happy. I'm happy yep. that we've got this match full stop. Good match to kick off, fast lane. Mm-hmm. I was quietly. Quietly confident that the rest of this show would go would go okay.
1: Yeah, it was definitely sort of after it finished, I thought it was like so sort of all oh, right, yeah, that's right, that's yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah. I wasn't sort of
1: fast forwarding it or speeding it up. <laughs> no
0: <laughs> watching it on one and a half speed. Um yeah. <laughs> but we followed that with our first of four championship matches, and that was Randy Orton against the United States champion. Bobby, rude. I said to you before we came on air. This was the second longest match on the card. Yeah. I would not have called that at the start of this pay per view. Because yeah, I just I don't see Randy Orton doing twenty minute matches now.
1: Not anymore. No.
0: Um, I mean for me, this match was a very, very, very slow burn.
1: It was. Yeah, definitely.
0: And. It lacked, especially for the first, I'd go as far as three quarters of the match, it lacked a lot of pace, it lacked a lot of excitement, it lacked a lot of big moves.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had the... Um, it was it was quite a good sort of exchange at the, the start mm-hmm. where they were sort of reversing each other's moves and um, that was quite good. Um,
0: when they rolled out but, of the ring?
1: Yeah, I but enjoyed then I was, that. I was thinking, like part way into the match, just the way... Orton was, I was thinking, well, who's the heel?
0: Yeah. Because
1: Orton comes across still so cocky. And... Oh,
0: Orton is a made heel. Why?
1: Yeah. <sighs> Carry on, anyway. But um, I did notice that at the beginning, they introduced Randy Orton from where he was from. Yep. Then, since Rude's been the champion, they've never mentioned that he's Canadian. Because <laughs> obviously he's a US champ. And I was just... <laughs> I noticed. I was like, "Oh, they didn't announce where he was from." <laughs> so yeah, maybe funny. they just want people to forget.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the only, to be honest, they the story of this match was that they both had a lot of quiet respect for each other. They were both very similar in stature, in style, um, and that Rude was very cynical in his moves. He would scout out an opponent. Um, but that Randy Orton was this veteran who was going after the Grand Slam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, going into it, is a good story to have. But after a while, after that initial exchange that you said, that you mentioned, um, it it didn't get going for a while. The turning point, some would argue, was the superplex uh, mm-hmm. from the yeah. top rope, which Randy Orton delivered to Bobby Roode, um, which was, you know, it's a fairly bit, but I don't know why Byron Saxton was able to make a replay appear. <laughs> he was like, can we just replay that? No, Byron. We're in the middle of a match, mate. What are you talking about? Um, you know, Rude delivered a really good blockbuster uh, off the top. Of the- I really do like that move. Um, but repeatedly, Bobby Roode went for the glorious DDT. Randy Orton, obviously, went for the RKO, which every time he went for, the crowd popped. Yeah. You know, even after that first one, after like 20 seconds, it's not going to end after 20 <laughs> seconds, people. Okay, there's only six there some, matches um, on
1: the card. There were some brutal chops from um, Bobby Roode.
0: They're really, he did not hold back, did he? No. And Orton it's... was not happy with that first no, I... one, you could tell, Hello. on his face.
1: Because cause Roode sort of slid out of the ring, didn't he? Mm. And you could see Orton sort of looking down, and you could see the sort of welt.
0: I think it was what? just to get away from Randy, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Oh, God, I've crossed the line. Um, but yeah ultimately I called this and that does mean that I won predictions <laughs> um, because, because we we predicted the exact same thing for every other match um, but Bobby Roode went to the second rope uh, went for some kind of weird shoulder tackle I'm such not... a stupid
1: I think this is such a stupid finish
0: well I mean Randy that Orton casts him well it's a very picture perfect RKO they know that's going to pop the audience yes.
1: But the, just the 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 reasoning behind it, you—it's not like Orton was stunned or he was sort of out on his feet. He was just stood there.
0: Yeah, and when you've got someone whose finisher is a cutter, mm-hmm. that he can—you know—the tagline is "out of nowhere." <laughs> don't give him any more opportunity to hit it.
1: But I just—I think I don't know. What, sometimes in these matches, you lose yourself in them. But then stuff like this totally takes me back out. Yeah. Where the, log- the logic just isn't there. And I know that they've obviously worked on that spot and that's that was the finisher, but it could have came at a, a better point. Yeah. Um, so it, it totally took the shine off any of the match for me.
0: Five minutes earlier, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, they did an almost identical spot um, in a match with Evan Bourne uh, when Bourne went for like a like a shooting star press from the top rope, and Orton caught him, and that was awesome. That (laughs) really was incredible. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. Um, But, I don't know, it wasn't necessarily the finish that got to me. It was, what move was Bobby Roode attempting? Exactly. Because he just kind of jumped from the second rope without any real indication that he was going Mm. to...
1: Wasn't like a clothesline or No, it wasn't, wasn't
0: a... a blockbuster, it wasn't a diving elbow, it wasn't even an axe handle, it was just literally I'm gonna jump towards you, catch me please. And you're right, it did sort of take me out of it. The commentators sold it like hell. The audience <laughs> popped big, Randy Orton pinned him, one, two, three, new champion and grand slam champion. Just, yeah,
1: I've got I've got I've got written down on my note here, uh... Screw you, Orton. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just thought I've just put why why take the belt off Rude? Because
0: they want Randy Orton to go into WrestleMania as a champion. Yeah,
1: that's the only reason. Because makes makes Rude look weak.
0: It does. Speaking of that though, WWE obviously realised that this could be perceived as Bobby Rude looking weak, so they sent out Jinder. For absolutely no reason, no who reason I want to enough. mention about in a minute because I'm hoping you've got the same spot as me in your notes. Um, and I didn't notice this until I watched the um, Cultaholic video reactions, <laughs> and then I went back and watched it. Um, but Jinder came out for some reason, started attacking Orton, um, you know, because Orton was standing watching him yet was surprised when Jinder attacked, which <laughs> didn't make sense. Um, and then Bobby Roode came in, seemed to make the save by hitting Jinder with the Glorious DDT, before yeah. turning to Orton, giving him the Glorious DDT, and rolling out to the tune of Glorious, despite the fact that he had just dropped lost. his yeah. title, which made
1: but no sense. I always tend to write me notes as I'm going, and at the point where um, Jinder came out, I've just written in a couple of letters, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is the best no ever, because I just thought, what? Why? Yeah, it, it didn't make sense at all. To be perfectly it was honest,
1: funny. to be honest, I laughed. I just,
0: I just couldn't help laugh. I do that every time Jinder's on TV. <laughs> um, but yes, I'd love to think that that is Bobby Roode's sort of foray into a heel turn, because as a heel, he is so much better than bland, yeah. smiley Bobby Roode. <clears throat> but. Going back to the middle of the match, I forgot about this spot until you until you mentioned it. Um, there was one point where Jinder Mahal is watching the TV <laughs> at the back, um, already in combat gear. So yeah, you know, from, yeah, he's coming out at the end. Always watching from the side. Yeah, always watching from the side. But behind <laughs> him was one of the Sing brothers. Now Jinder Mahal is about six foot five. The Sing brother who was behind him was not. Yet was watching the T V apparently through the back of Jinder Mahal, <laughs> nodding, watching his shoulder. It was brilliant.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Things
0: like that. Absolutely ridiculous. Um so yeah, it was it was a strange match. Um I can see why they've done it. I we can all see that, even though it hasn't been announced, that we are going to get a triple threat of mania, Autumn versus Rude versus Jinder. I'd like to see Bobby Roode get it back. Um, I would normally say that this was going to be on the pre show, but are they going to put Orton on the pre show? No chance. Nah. Nah.
1: It'll be the, it'll be the Battle Royale on the pre show.
0: I would have thought so, because they seem to have no regard for the Battle Royale. You yeah. know, <clears throat> Mojo Rawley. Although they have got that documentary coming,
1: so they might big it up. That is true. That is true. I
0: don't know if they've got anyone. Announced for it yet? Um, I know that they have started to announce people for the fabulous Moolah mm-hmm. battle royale. I know Carmel announced for that. Um, I mean, she's got to cash in at Mania, surely. She has to. She has she's to. She's going to cash in. She's going to lose, mm-hmm. well, which means that both Money in the Bank contracts will have been losses,
1: squandered. Yeah,
0: which just goes to show smackdown's complete and utter lack of creativity. Yeah. Um speaking of Carmella, uh, she was out next with Natalia uh, against Becky Lynch and Naomi. This was shocking a match. Um it was it was chock full of botches.
1: I just I've just got down. I've got rubbish, pointless, dreadful.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, this match, for a start, this match came from nowhere anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the WWE announced it the week before the pay-per-view, probably in realisation, oh shit, we've only got four matches for this pay-per-view we've got on Sunday. Quick, who have we got? Um, and sort of cobbled this together through a Twitter feud. Um, but yeah, we got Carmella coming down. They made the point of saying that Carmella's shoes were a gift from Natalia. Don't know why we needed to know that, but there we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch came out in new attire. Apparently, their flames didn't look like that. Look, she looked like an autumn tree. <laughs> At no point did I see her attire and go, "Oh, flames." Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't have done if Corey Graves hadn't have said it fourteen times. Um, but Naomi, during this match, I mean, she's very athletic. She's usually very good in the ring, but. She botched two or three spots in this match. Yeah. I mean, and Carmella, that... holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like going back to the Divas times. It is. And Carmella has a very limited offense, which apparently is pulling people's hair and super kicks.
1: Yeah. And um, slapping our ass to people and. Um, yes. Yes. Screaming at the top of her voice. Oh, God, that was doing me head in.
0: I think that her singlet is getting shorter. And shorter every week. <laughs> and it just gets to the point where you're like Come on now. Let's come on now. Let's just let's concentrate on the wrestling. Um But I mean Naomi botched um this modified stunner, which Natalia still sold as though she got all of it and she got none yeah. of it. And then Naomi smiled as though to go, How good was that people? And everyone just went, It was shit.
1: The crowd was just dead for this one.
0: They were. You could tell no one was invested in this. Um, They started chanting something, and I can't for the life of me hear what they were chanting. Um, But Natalia told the crowd to shut up, which was quite (laughs) funny. Um, And literally, apart from Naomi having her hair pulled, I don't remember another spot from this match.
1: No, I can't. No, nothing.
0: No, I mean, when you consider... Becky Lynch is one of the four horsewomen. She deserves better than this.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, she's ace in the ring. She's alright on the mic. Natalia is okay in the ring. She's shite on the mic. Carmella's <laughs> just shite. Shite. <laughs> um, and Naomi is. She's she, I just I can't believe how poor she was in this match. Anyway, yeah. um Carmella wins with a super kick to Becky, pins Becky. Um And she continues to look strong um, as she's due to cash in her Money in the Bank briefcase, which absolutely no one cares about anymore because she's held on to it too long. Um, (laughs) And that's that. Uh, The less said about that match, the better. Um, Carmella also beat Naomi in singles competition on SmackDown, and apparently that was just as distinctly average. Really? Yet the Twitter feud between those two is now Carmella posting pictures of a bald Naomi because Carmella has pulled all her hair out. Jesus. Because it is true, we're back in 2007. Yeah,
1: it's just, who's writing this?
0: I know, I know. And when you consider we're supposed to believe that she is going to dethrone either Charlotte or (laughs) Asker. no, sir. Absolutely not. Uh, Next, we had possibly... My favourite match of the night, uh, the Usos versus the New Day yeah. for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and it was Kofi and Xavier Woods with Biggie uh, on the outside. And yeah. I raised concerns um, about this match because we have seen it a lot over this year, and mm-hmm. every time it hasn't failed to be something different. Be yeah. Just a fantastic clinic of tag team wrestling. These two teams are fantastic. And I said to you last week about how the new day we often forget just how good they are in the ring yeah. because they are a walking gimmick. Mm-hmm. But in this match, I mean Xavier Woods, I could watch Xavier Woods and Kofi every week. Yeah. They are just fantastic, and Big E's amazing. I love Big E. <laughs> but it's, they just click together they as they do. Like, they are team just teams. two teams that yeah. have got unbelievable chemistry. I mean, um, the video I, package before the match got me hyped for it. Yeah. I thought definitely. the video package was brilliant. Really well done. It chronicled that amazing feud that they've had their match mm-hmm. at Hell in a Cell, um, you know, their match at SummerSlam, even, you know, on the pre show, which is criminal now when you think about <laughs> it. When you think that John Cena and Baron Corbin was on the main card. Yeah. You know, and that Absolutely. was on the pre show. It's just unbelievable. Um. I was concerned that they wouldn't be able to make it different. I mean, you know, they have wrestled a few high profile matches <laughs> now, but they did they stole each other's moves. It was that
1: yeah, that was brilliant. Which was yeah.
0: fantastic. We had Jimmy or Jay, cuz I can't tell them apart. I know one of them is married to Naomi, but I can't tell <laughs> which one. Um attempted a trouble in paradise kick. Um good. we had Xavier Woods throwing super kicks out. Like they were dollar bills at a strip club. Yeah.
1: They did the finisher. They did the, the Usos finisher. They
0: did the Usos splash. The Usos yeah. did the Midnight Hour. It was <laughs> it was a really really fun match. Um, it was just
1: it was a really good like that. I don't want to say, it, but old school tag match where like the Usos used the corner for about five minutes. Just kept um, was it Woods kept them in the corner. Yeah, and,
0: and it stomped was just really away. Good
1: work. Yeah, and just yeah. kept fast tagging, and yeah,
0: yeah, the unicorn stomp, love it from the new day. Um, but the the super kicks are us by Woods as well. Oh, good grief, Byron Saxton! <laughs> just stop saying words. <laughs> just stop saying words, Byron. You are a terrible commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Um, anyway, so the new day ended up on the outside. Um, both the usos then did double planter over the top rope. All teams laid out and we heard those telltale crow signs, which means that the Bludgeon Brothers must approach. (laughs) Though, it did dawn on me during this pay-per-view just how similar the Bludgeon Brothers and Baron Corbin's music is. (laughs) Because genuinely, when Baron Corbin was on his way out, I was like, who the fuck is this now? (laughs) Have they inserted Luke Harper? Is this a (laughs) seven-way now? But no, it was the Bludgeon Brothers, and uh, they proceeded to... Completely no sell the weight of their hammers um, yeah. by Luke Harper twizzling it between his fingers. Um, <laughs> and they proceeded to absolutely destroy both teams. And I'm not talking one of those really half arsed sort of, oh, yeah, we're going to hit you with chairs and mm. then run away. No, they absolutely laid waste to everybody. Yeah. And
1: slammed them into the Hordens. He slammed one of them over the the horden didn't
0: he yeah he did um he slammed kofi kingston kingston sorry into the ring post yeah
1: well, and that was... the way he oh, yeah. sold
0: it i genuinely thought they'd taken his head off yeah he
1: sort of spun in the air
0: he did when he hit um They launched i think it was biggie oh no eric rowan hit biggie with this cross body he sprinted oh, yeah. full bore at him that was <sighs>
1: yeah
0: that looked Pretty brutal. It did,
1: like, and then they did the, um, the sort of the power bomb spot with um, was it Kofi on the floor or Woods? I, can't I can't who it was, no, And they just kept slamming people on top of them.
0: Oh no, it was the usos on the other side. Sorry, um, yeah. They got both the usos on the floor on top of each other. Um, I believe. Rowan, power slammed Harper onto them, hmm. and then did this like leaping splash onto them. <laughs> Yeah, that was,
1: that was really good.
0: I loved it. Honestly, oh, yeah. they looked amazing. They attempted to walk off at this point, having narrowly missed. They sat one of the Usos up against the ring steps, picked up one of the hammers. Oh yeah. And they they properly went for the head as well. It's a good job the the miscellaneous Uso. I don't know which Uso. <laughs> um, it's a good job he moved because Harper there was a, did yeah. not hold back from that.
1: There was a dent in the step. There was. Hit. They proper
0: yeah. hit that. Um anyway, they attempted to leave uh, Xavier. <laughs> now God, let me ask you a question. you've just been laid out by two men with big iron hammers, okay? they've destroyed five other men, four other men including <laughs> five including you and they're walking away. You've got two options: Do you play dead or do you attempt to stop them? <laughs>
1: Well, that's the first thing I would do, is uh, grab one of them on the Absolutely, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you're not finished with me. Oh, Xavier. Oh, Xavier. So, the Bludgeon Brothers, clearly irritated by the fact that someone was, you know, touching them, <laughs> um, they got the ring steps, and they powerbombed. It was like a full Nelson powerbomb, and they powerbombed Xavier Woods onto the steps. Now that in itself might not sound so terrible, but if you watch the spot and look at the fact that the very base of Xavier Woods' skull hits the edge of the ring steps. Okay, and if you listen to the sound Wood Woods makes as he hits that metal, Jesus. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It is it was a very, very harrowing, harrowing noise. Um I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers then left. Um, Stretcher arrived for Xavier Woods. The rest of the teams were taken backstage. Uh, Xavier Woods was stretchered and then later taken to hospital. Whether the injuries are at work or whether he is legitimately injured, I mean, for God's sake, if he is legitimately injured, we can see why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the commentary team did a really good job here for really chastising the the Bludgeon Brothers for this. But... Do you know what? I hated the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick when it first came out, and Harper and Rowan looked like they were completely half-ass in their stupid video vignettes, taken in the woods like they were yeah. Game of Thrones. It was shit, <laughs> utter utter shit. But do you know what? I'm fully invested in them now. I like
1: it. It's it's a cartoony and it's over the top, but it's just a bit different. It's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's
0: showcasing good. just how badass Harper and, Harper and Rowan are. Yeah. I mean, ideally you know get rid of the inflatable hammers because <laughs> people are laughing at the inflatable hammers but you know they didn't need to repackage them anyway did they they could have just been Harper and Rowan yeah um but no i'm fully invested in them i fully expect that to be another triple threat um at Wrestlemania and i fully expect the bludgeon brothers to walk out with the titles
1: yeah uh yeah I mean, it definitely added something else to the match. Um, I mean, it was a really, really good match before they came out.
0: Yeah, it was, absolutely. And What I, what I didn't get
1: was, why did they have an entrance? If they were uh, coming down just to sort of, sort of kick-ass, why would they not just walk down? And
0: that is a good point. point. That is a good blow. point. <laughs> Though, to be fair, if Harper or Rowan came to you in your sound truck <laughs> and they said, give Play me an entrance... <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm not arguing with them. Shaking the hammer at you. Yeah. <laughs> that squeaky inflatable hammer. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's not often you can say a good tag team match is improved by a no DQ by a no by contest. A,
1: yeah, by a run in, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because honestly, it was such a savage beatdown that it just it almost got uncomfortable to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is
0: good, which is exactly what it should be. Yeah, um, but yeah, overall, a really, really good match. I'm excited for the tag division. They did something completely different with these two teams, and you know, the Usos ended up retaining their titles heading into Mania. They are going to finally be at Mania, probably on the pre show, um, <laughs> but they'll be at Mania nonetheless. I think that's yeah. going to be a fantastic match, you know.
1: I do. yeah,
0: um, be good. I mean we're going to talk a bit later about um the rumored matches not the ones that are being have been confirmed me. the the rumored matches for um for WrestleMania there's an interesting one um which will go into involving the raw tag team championship sort of scene <laughs> um but I think this should be on the main show
1: yeah definitely
0: um Anyway,
1: because I mean, they can make the big grandiose entrance. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good.
0: I'd like to see the Bulgin brothers do like a proper big entrance with everything on fire. Yeah, definitely. you know, and actually let proper crows go as well. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I should be on WWE Creative. Um, only Triple H, anyway. H would get to do that. Say <laughs> again. Only Triple H gets to do that. Oh, that is true. That is true. Nobody gets real birds, but Triple H. <laughs> um, We moved on to the semi-main event, which was for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, and it was contested between Ruby Riot and Charlotte Flair. We didn't think this would be that good. um, Pretty much because, if I'm honest, I thought the Riot Squad would ruin it. And yes, they were there. Yes, they interfered. I don't think it made a lot of bearing on the match, if I'm perfectly honest. No,
1: it was... I mean, it was a good match. It was... Yeah, it was decent. Yeah, mm.
0: I was I was happy with it. I mean, Charlotte Flair is fantastic. I think yeah. Ruby Riot they sort of buried a finisher, didn't they? Um, she hit a riot yeah. kick about six minutes in, and Charlotte it's... kicked out. I don't even think it was a full two count.
1: No, and did she did she hit one later on as well?
0: Uh, hit... She attempted to. She didn't connect.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. She did do a, Ruby Riot did a really cool. I think they called it a stage dive, and she was standing on the second row and literally just fell backwards onto yeah. Charlotte. <laughs> um, she tried it again later on, and uh, Charlotte got her knees up. But yeah. it was just—it was quite unconventional. I quite liked it. Yeah, it, it
1: looked—it looked, uh, looked quite mean and like quite.
0: It, it did. There was also quite a nice spot where um, the right squad did eventually appear from physically nowhere. <laughs> um, and Charlotte was on the outside. Ruby Riot was on the apron and delivered a proper hard kick to, to the, the back, back to the of Charlotte. Yeah, that um, was terrible. I mean, similar with the Rusev Nakamura match. Riot was on top for a lot of this. Yeah. Um. However, Becky Lynch, Naomi came down. Even the odds, um, which involved them just standing there a lot of the time, it just didn't look like they were invested yeah, in the match at all did not look like they cared. Um
1: I like the um the um the sort of trick that Ruby Riot pulled where she pretended to have something in her eye.
0: That was really good. That was really good. But again Ruby Riot is a fantastic character. She was ace in NXT, she was ace when she was Heidi Lovelace before that. She's a really good character and I just think I just think that they the writing for the Riot squad has been so poor. Oh that's- Think, and been it? so it's just... directionless. I'm just. I'm not bothered.
1: No, it, it's it's so predictable. And that's the problem.
0: Yeah, and no offense to Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, but I don't care about them. No. Whereas Sonya Deville, and you know, to an extent, Mandy Rose, you care more about them than you do about Logan and yeah. Morgan. Because for a start, Liv Morgan is this happy, smiley face, so it makes no sense that she's healed. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Logan cannot speak. I mean, <laughs> that promo that she delivered when she was backstage, and it, it sounded like <laughs> Elvish. It was ridiculous, yeah. like shaky. Just, it, I mean, it was. A, it, it started getting a
1: bit sloppy towards the end of the match. What you can see, they were sort of trying stuff, because um, they haven't. I mean, they obviously haven't had much time to sort of work on that match. No. Um, But, I mean, there was a brutal, um, like, a corner sort of, like an Alabama slam. Yes.
0: Yes, I know what you mean, yes.
1: Which had her like, sort of over our shoulders and just slammed into the... That was, again, there was some quite, like, innovational stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even the ending, where the ejection of first... Naomi and Becky Lynch, and then the Riot Squad followed by that. Um, That led to the finish with Ruby Riot selling it wonderfully, selling Mm. that just look of horror. Like, I can't (coughs) win without them. It was brilliant. (laughs) Um, She was eventually locked into the figure eight, and Charlotte retained. However, it's only half the story. Mm -hmm. Because who came down, Garth?
1: Oh, the wonderful Asuka! Oh.
0: <laughs> WWE occasionally give us nice things, and yeah. they've certainly given us a nice thing in this. Asuka came down and challenged Charlotte with the most. She had such a crazy ass <laughs> look on her face. It's like a proper, <laughs> it was, it was... <laughs> proper creepy face. Um, but yeah, she is in a creepy point as well. It was a very creepy point. There was a lot of creepy pointing. Mm-hmm. you know Asker, Shinsuke a lot of creepy pointing um, but we are going to have that match that has been locked in whether that means you know what the hell is the point of this draft <sighs> I don't know because Kane went to Raw for no reason uh, AJ Styles apparently can just do pay per views for either show it doesn't really matter <laughs> John Cena's on both Asker's now on both what is the point I mean, shame a man was at both.
1: Jesus uh...
0: So, what is the actual point? But, I'm not going to harp on about it. Because... I'm wondering
1: um, who's going to be heel in the Charlotte and Asuka match. Wonderful turn Charlotte heel.
0: Charlotte is a wonderful heel. Um, Yeah. They didn't really plummet with Asuka, did they, in NXT? They sort of... They just went for the person who will do anything to keep her streak alive. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of, well, I don't know, what kind of route they go regarding that. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward (laughs) to it anyway. Um, Whether it will be as good or better as Nijak's Alexa Bliss, I don't know. That's got a lot more steam behind it, I think. I think this will be based purely on we are two fantastic wrestlers. Yeah. We're going to do this.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I think is the correct way to go with it. Yeah,
1: like a respect match.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even need a big story. I mean, aren't you buzzing for Shinsuke AJ? Yeah. Have they done anything at all to make you be buzzing for it? No.
1: To be honest, I don't even care about the story for that.
0: Exactly, and that's what's so good about it. They can literally just say, we're two fantastic wrestlers. You've yeah. seen the kind of shit we can do. We're going to do it. If they let them wrestle, like they aren't, you know, they haven't got ridiculous constraints, then it will be a fantastic match. An yeah. absolutely fantastic match, as will Charlotte and Asuka. So, yeah, really, really good. Really good. Which brought us to the main event, which was the only match either of us were excited for going into this, and it was the six-pack cha- six pack challenge for the WWE Championship, which saw AJ Styles, the champion, defend against Kevin Owens, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and Sami Zayn. Uh, John Cena got a nice reception, didn't he? <laughs> uh, by both fans and wrestlers. Um, he was certainly treated as the black sheep in this match, as he yeah. rightly should be, because why the fuck are you in this match, John? I've got... I've got... I've
1: got uh... Because obviously, when the match starts, Cena just decides well, I'm just gonna just hammer out the ears everywhere.
0: It was a good start, so, wasn't it?
1: Um, I've just I've also got a uh, fuck off, John Cena, in your ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so suddenly thought, it's why... the most devastating move in all yeah, of wrestling. I
1: thought, why, why is
0: everybody just standing there
1: waiting for him to give it? And then why is everybody rolling out the ring immediately?
0: What made me laugh was why did they attack him one at a time? <laughs> Gang, like, mentality, like, like, Gang mentality, SmackDown. Gang mentality.
1: It's like watching a um, like a Bruce Lee film.
0: It is. It is like watching James Bond.
1: Yeah, just like surrounding them the time. That that was a running theme, though. That um, the whole rolling out the ring, even following like a drop kick or a punch. Yeah, would drop to the mat as if they'd been hit with a sledgehammer, and roll out the ring for fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And when you consider, you know, there was a man who was put through the, you know, the actual. Plexiglass of the stadium, yeah. While well, the arena, you know, an AA should not keep you down for that long.
1: And it was just even I don't know to me, and I don't know if this is just me, but there's too many near falls. There's too many two counts. Like not every move should result in a like a two and or two and a half count. Should be like a one kick out.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me to that extent. It bothered me how many early, early pin, like early close counts there was.
1: That's what I mean, yeah. Like sort of, even following just, I don't know. Even you know, like when they go do a move and do a quick pin. Yeah. It Was like getting to a two? Not. I just kept thinking to myself, they should be kicking out quicker to further sell the moves later in the match.
0: Yeah. The exhaustion later on in the yeah. match. Yeah. Um. <sighs> It is a gripe, definitely. Um, it didn't take too much away from the match, if I'm perfectly honest. For me, mm. um, Baron Corbin was pretty much a non-entity, if I'm perfectly yeah. honest. Um, he did take Ziggler out of the match by just destroy, like speared him through <laughs> the plexiglass that plexiglass. separated, like the upper stadium, upper arena seating from the floor, and.
1: took himself out as
0: well I was just going to say it looked to me like Corbin took more of that than Ziggler did yeah (laughs) which obviously he has to do because he could have seriously hurt Ziggler but Ziggler does deserve it because of that shit ponytail (laughs) that ponytail is the most annoying thing in the world and that includes his shit entrance music
1: I thought he had it to be fair I thought he had an alright Sean in this much Ziggler
0: Ziggler is a good wrestler I'll never take that away from him he is a good wrestler he's a boring character
1: yeah
0: and unfortunately, that is the same about so many characters on SmackDown. Yeah. Um. One thing that isn't boring on SmackDown is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. And their storyline was beautiful during this match. Zayn approached Owens earlier on the night for uh, during the backstage segment, and said, "I know that was SmackDown. I know I pinned you. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna lie down for you today." <laughs> so he attempted to. Um, Owens, after you know thinking about it for a minute, picked him up. Well, attempted to pick him up. Sami Zayn attempted to roll up. You know, clearly he was faking, and the two <laughs> beat the absolute living Jesus out of each other. Brilliant. <laughs> um, which was amazing. The absolute way it should be. Uh, they rolled to the outside. Um, Owens attempted to you know do his typical pop up power bomb onto the ring apron. Zayn, um reversed it okay. into a back body drop onto the apron yeah. then went to go and talk to Shane McMahon because because
1: <laughs> he was just sitting there on the side he was
0: sitting there wasn't part of guest commentary what why was he there for what reason was he an enforcer was he there for lols because was he there to watch because if he was why doesn't he have to buy a ticket yeah well he was in the sort of special
1: ring announcer seat that they normally have isn't he
0: yeah nobody wasn't was even it? in the timekeeper's area he was sitting on the outside in the way yeah so <laughs> you know I'm glad he got a super kick to the mush. that was a really good super kick it was like, a fair play talk- to shame of man he sold it really well yeah um but obviously Sammy Zayn was talking to um Shame of man shame. Uh, Kevin Ran attempted to super kick Sammy missed Sammy hit Kevin Owens did not look like he gave a shit Kevin Owens yeah. rolled into the ring, he hit the pop-up powerbomb I think on Ziggler and yeah. was covering him, would have got the three count but Shane pulled him out for you know, obviously Why? he got kicked in the face, he had a gripe with him uh, whilst Kevin was arguing with him, he got a, hell- uh, a halluva kick in the corner uh, Sammy Zane went for the pinfall on Kevin Owens and Shane then dragged Sammy Zayn out of the ring for Reasons. Yeah, just... So does I that understand mean now? the <laughs> reasoning behind dragging Kevin Owens out of the ring. Yeah. I on, do yeah. not understand the reasoning behind dragging Sami Zayn out.
1: Especially considering you've purposely stopped Owens from winning. Why would you not want him to then lose?
0: Yeah, exactly. And especially be the man taking the pinfall. Mm-hmm. But... You know, Shane McMahon will do what Shane McMahon does. Um, at this point, AJ Styles re enters the match. We should talk about that. Um, he, he wasn't in it much, was he? A brutal table spot. Yeah. Um, Cena AA'd him through a table. And yeah, I've got that. I mean,
1: he, he did that, but then he got up and rolled Owens into the ring to pin him. And I just thought, why wouldn't you pick up AJ after you've yes, given them that? I agree.
0: Table? I agree, and especially after he took all of that on his tailbone. Yeah, he did. It did not look like a nice bump at all. <laughs> but the true professional AJ is showed absolutely no pain whatsoever. Just lay there.
1: Yeah.
0: But I tell you what, it, that must have hurt. That really, really must have hurt. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway, um, there was a lovely little interchange at the end. Uh, Sami Zayn hits the phenomenal four... Sorry, Sami Zayn. AJ Styles hit the phenomenal 4 Um on Kevin Owens. Pinfall, AJ Styles is your champion. It was a good match. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Everybody got something in. Yes. Even Corbin um, had that
1: bit with the uh, where he had the steps, and he was smashing everybody until, obviously, Super Cena turns up.
0: Yes, and... Um, he did a lovely uh, deep six on AJ Styles. Um, AJ, yeah, yeah, that was um, span spun run about six times. He did. I mean, I'm not Baron's biggest fan, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, he's just
1: a, a, a mid, he's just a very much a mid carder, isn't he? He's just
0: a big mid card heel. Yeah, I'd rather have him than Jinder. Yeah, definitely. Because at least Baron can wrestle. Because Jinder can't. Um, <laughs> there was also neglected to mention this earlier um, there was a spot where everyone came back after all the AAs <laughs> and just beat the living hell out of Cena Yeah, and you could tell Baron Corbin was really really enjoying it <laughs> I saw this is the SummerSlam I remember that and I was, watching, I was like is he really actually digging
1: him there because like, Cena <laughs> didn't seem to really be moving from the others but you could see Corbin's foot sort of really going in
0: recoiling from Baron Corbin's heel. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yes, so we have Fast Lane in the books now. Uh, overall, what would you give it out of five, Gov? Probably
1: three. Yeah.
0: Three. I, I mean, I'd give it three and a half, only because it surpassed my estimation by so much.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because there was so
0: much good storyline heading into this. Sorry, uh, coming out of this.
1: That's the thing. I mean, th- this one show got more storyline than the last six weeks of SmackDown, probably.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then this week's SmackDown really followed on. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to be facing off at WrestleMania. So, excellent. Um, so they shit, then,
1: Shane's got to get in on that one.
0: Well, uh, Shane McMahon announced it at the end of the show before announcing that he was taking a leave of absence. He was effectively suspending himself for his actions before he then got the living piss beaten out of him by Owens and Zayn. I mean, Wait. they destroyed the man. So I imagine he is probably going to be inserted into that match no, and really? make it a triple threat.
1: Daniel Bryan as special ref?
0: Mmm. <laughs> it would certainly get Daniel Bryan into it. It would certainly make sense for, you know, for him to be in that feud for so long.
1: Just depends if he's allowed anywhere near a ring. That's a problem.
0: I mean, he's been special guest referee before, so mm. as long as, you know... Shane doesn't start trying to shooting star press him, it'll probably be all right. You know, as long as Zayn doesn't, it you know, a halluva kick to him or Owens yeah. doesn't attempt to pop up power him onto the ring apron, he'll <laughs> he'll probably be all right. Um, but looking forward at WrestleMania 34, uh, because obviously that is where we're going now. Uh, a lot of the the news coming out of the wrestling industry is heading towards that. There's just a couple of things I wanted to talk to you, Garth, about. Yep. Uh, a lot of the card is taking shape. Now one thing that isn't taking shape is the raw tag team championship picture. Or it wasn't until raw this week where Braun Strowman took out the entire of the raw tag team division. <laughs> seemingly putting himself forward as a tag team.
1: Now I, I saw um I saw a good um so Quote today, well, was like a sort of comment on another um, article, and someone had said, um I actually thought it was a really good idea, where Braun's Braun standing there saying, I want the tag titles. They say, no, Braun, you, you need a team. You can't just do it yourself. So he just points to somebody random in the crowd and went, him? <laughs> and then picks, then picks him up <laughs> and walks just out the
0: back with him. Stands <laughs> him on the outside. Stay yeah. there. I, like, I just thought that would be
1: such a funny and such a good... Just a, just a skit. Just it would funny. be
0: a massive pop for the crowd. <laughs> he's, he's just brilliant. Um, I must admit, before that, I was convinced it was going to be Matt Hardy and Bray. Yeah. Which wouldn't be bad. I mean, I am excited for the Ultimate Deletion.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's like a Raw special, isn't it's it? It's
0: next week. Is it? It's next week. I mean, oh. in light of that, I've watched the fight, um, the Final Deletion, finally. Yeah. Which. Having the, the gift of hindsight, shall we say, I'm surprised... It's just batshit, isn't it? It's just
1: absolute bonkers, isn't
0: it? it? I loved it, though. Honestly, I know that some fans will have hated it because it's just utterly stupid. I mean, for example, Matt Hardy destroyed Jeff Hardy's lawn with a lawnmower.
1: Yeah. Which was just
0: brilliant. He summoned Jeff weird... Hardy to the Hardy compound by playing a violin. Yeah. <laughs> if they can do... Stuff like this between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, and then have an interesting storyline going forward between Bray and Matt, as opposed to just sticking them both in the Andre the Battle Andre the Giants battle royale, yeah. which is what I'm sure we'll end up doing. Um then I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. Um Other news Randy Orton has become the eighteenth. Grand Slam champion. I've got a little bit of trivia for you, Garth. Come on, then. So, 18 (laughs) Grand Slam champions, okay? Yeah. Can you name me another 10? In both (sighs) formats original and the current format. Okay, the current format is you've got to win a primary championship. Yeah. Okay, so either WWE or the Universal. Okay. Um, one of the tag team championships, yeah, and both the Intercontinental and the United, yeah, or the original format, which is literally everything. Okay, so Eight. you've got to have won uh, the WWE title and the World Obviously Heavyweight going. title, tag team titles, Intercontinental, European, and Hardcore.
1: Oh dear. Um,
0: so ten. You ready, Jer- Jericho? You've got one. Um,
1: the Rock um, Did no.
0: he win everything? The Rock no. is not one The Rock has uh, never won the Hardcore or the United States Championship
1: Has
0: he yeah. not? Uh, He's
1: not Undertaker um, Has he not won the... He's never really been in a feud for the US anymore, has he?
0: Undertaker isn't one No, I'd have said Undertaker no.
1: Gotta be Ric Flair
0: Bloody hell. I know. This is terrible, Um, mate. Come on. Credibility. It's got to be
1: um, lower down the card, is that?
0: Mm, Um, Yes. But there's also some massive, massive names. Cena? Um, Nope.
1: Bloody hell. I'm struggling. (laughs) You Um, are. Mick Foley? Nope. Jesus. Um. Cain? Kane is one. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm trying to think now. Um, I'm trying to think who's won tag titles and singles titles.
0: It's difficult, isn't it? Big Shaw? Yeah. That one.
1: Is
0: he? Yeah, that's three.
1: Um, who else won the titles? Um, Jeff Hardy?
0: Correct. Four.
1: Um. Okay. Batista. No. No. Uh, Triple H. Yep, yeah, six. Yeah. Um. What? Well, Stone Cold. So he won the tag titles.
0: He's never won the European, I don't think. Yeah. Or the um, hardcore. I think he's never won one or both of those.
1: Are we talking mostly modern now?
0: There... Um, there are a couple. There are a couple that you should think absolutely.
1: Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, I'm not absolute brain fart. I just can't <laughs> think of anyone else. Shut up, um, we are your misery go on
0: then Okay, so the original format. Uh Grand Slam Champions, we've got Shawn Michaels.
1: Bloody hell, yeah. Never thought.
0: Triple H, Kane, Chris Jericho. Kurt Angle.
1: Alright, yeah. Never Eddie never Guerrero.
0: Thought. Yeah. Rob Van Dam
1: Of course, yeah. Booker T. <laughs> Jeff thought, Hardy.
0: Yeah. JBL. Mm-hmm. Big Show and Christian.
1: Christian, bloody hell.
0: That is the original format, yeah. He's won the World Heavyweight, the World Tag Team Championship, the Intercontinental, European, and Hardcore. Though I must admit, I don't remember Christian's Hardcore reign. I was going to say, I don't remember. Moving on to the current format, you've got Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Mm -hmm. Edge, Big Show. the Miz,
1: bloody yeah, oh yeah,
0: Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Jesus, Roman Reigns, and Randy Orton.
1: So it took Randy Orton all this time.
0: It surprises me. It surprises me that Randy Orton has taken this amount of time. Oh, yet the Miz, Dean Ambrose
1: has got it. Has yeah. got it.
0: Christian had it. It's uh, yeah. An interesting one, let's say. Finally, finally, (laughs) on this podcast, our review of Fastlane 2018, there has been the announcement that the fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royale is to be fought at WrestleMania 34, the woman's version of the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Uh, Opinions, Garth? Um... Firstly,
1: I don't think we need another one of these matches. <laughs> no. No, it's, I... Don't. I mean, I get, I get the reason, obviously, it's to get as many people as they can on the card to get a cut of the... to get a payday. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Um, it's... But... They're, not, they're never... They're never really much fun, and they never really lead to anything. I mean, Mojo Rawley. Well, so... Yeah, exactly. But, I mean... Other than that, I mean, obviously there's the sort of controversy around it being named after like Moolah.
0: Yes, obviously, unfortunately, it can never be proven. Yeah. Um, but there is wild accusations levelled at Moolah that are enduring, shall we say? Um, I mean, I think if it if... is a rumor, it tends to go away. These yeah, don't. Mean... Because they come from so many different sources. Exactly. Exactly. You you can't really sort of ignore it. You can't. And you'd think that the WWE, with their, you know, place firmly on the fence, they wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to tempt fate by naming something like this after her. Um, I understand that she was a huge, almost kind of flagship for the women's division, but. She
1: she was basically like. Some I heard someone say today. She was like up there as sort of the in wrestling terms like the Sammartino of the women's side of the wrestling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. She held the title for something utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. I can't remember well, was, how many days she held the title it like, for, but
1: was it not years? Was it not
0: I'm gonna like Google it now. Like, Um she was married to Buddy Lee, didn't know that. <laughs> um so she held the title for. Um, she held it four times the WWF Women's Championship. And. That's really annoying. I just want to know. List of WWE Women Champions. There we go. Uh, the Fabulous Moolah held it for 10,170 days total. <laughs> total. It's Jesus! Quite a lot. I mean I mean good grief I need to see how many years that is because that's unbelievable right sorry people bear with me days in years it's got to be something like that's 27 years yeah she held that title for 27 years (laughs) utterly ridiculous Utterly ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think with the amount of controversy that surrounds Moira, it would have been far safer and far less controversial to name it. And um, we were talking off the air about uh, sensational Sherry, yeah. um, Miss Elizabeth. You know, there was a lot of pioneering women who were part of the women's division, who were part of the WWF and the WCW. Um, that you could have had this. I mean, you could even
1: you could even go. Doesn't he like not for that one? Not necessarily even a wrestler. It could be like the Cindy Lauper. One Still because in the she, was, of like,
0: fame baffling she was like
1: she was like a massive part of. Yeah, getting she, wrestling to where it was.
0: The Rock and uh, wrestling connection, yeah, absolutely. Especially mm-hmm. you know looking at the importance of WrestleMania One. Mm-hmm. Um. I just think that the WWE are going to receive a ridiculous amount of flack for this. Unnecessary yeah, I think,
1: flack. I think one of the researchers or something would have came and, looked and said, look, you need to have a look at this.
0: I'm sure they know. They must, must know. They, they can't, can't not.
1: I think this will be the only year it's called that. After this year, it'll be something else.
0: With their finger on the pulse of social media, as much as it is, you know, they tweet every goddamn minute, it feels Mm. like. You know, they announced John Cena, for God's sake, on Twitter to fight at Survivor Series. You'd think that someone, someone in that company would say, we're getting a bit of backlash here, lads. We should probably change it. Or, you Mm. know, when someone suggested it, maybe think, hmm, let's have a think, shall we? But no, apparently (laughs) the WWE are... More than happy to deal with that controversy. Um, I'm sure it'll be an event...